I cashed the biggest check of my life today, but if you listened to last week's show, you know that most of that money needs to go towards internal revenue. Now, a more successful person might keep on working at a time like this, but a happy person like myself knows times like these call for a little rest and relaxation. So we're gonna spend today at the beach. Luckily, when I was younger, Biggie Smalls taught me that with more money comes more problems, so I'm prepared for these things. Just remember, assets don't mean as much if you've got a bunch in the liabilities column as well. So be careful what you sign your name to because life is worth living and you wanna be free of as many burdens as you can be. As for me, I do have the kids to pick up and tend to this afternoon, and my phone may ring at any moment, but for now, here I sit staring out at the Atlantic. I might even do some fishing as well as we talk about lobsters, cucumbers, and dining out on an unofficial skip day of joshing around. It's nice to come to the beach without the whole family because I didn't have to bring a caravan full of stuff. My wife always says she brings so much to the beach she looks like Moses. Well, honey, Moses only carried a staff and maybe a couple tablets at the most. There were people to carry his things ever since they got him out of that reed basket. But nonetheless, what do I bring to the beach when it's just me? Well, I brought the fishing pole and a tent to keep me out of the sun. I got some water, that's good. All of my apple products, but you know what? I didn't bring a towel, which just goes to show you need a mom a wife, a good woman in your life, gentlemen. That's not to say the best place for women is barefoot in the kitchen. No, instead, I just meant that we all have different strengths, and that includes the genders. I'm not making biases. I'm just making observations. But the folks that are making biases, I just found out about the incel. Do you know about these people? The involuntarily celibate. Apparently, they caused some sort of terrorist action in Toronto, and for all those people... But in any event, 4chan is full of them, I suppose, and I don't want to get into all of their beliefs and philosophies, but I will say that these folks that feel that they can't get laid and it's everyone else's fault refer to us as certain names. Attractive women they call Stacys. Attractive men are Chads. And regular people, well, hey, folks like us, we're just normies. As for them, gosh, they have special names. They put themselves down and build themselves up. Hey, guys, chill out. We can find somebody for you. I didn't know you were looking. While we wait to hear back from Carol in accounting and see if she's into neckbeards, I'll tell you, I'm still chilling on the beach. And it's great. Now that the snowbirds are gone, I can just relax and listen to some rap caviar. Oh, snowbirds, they're the folks that come down from the north and enjoy the sun during the winter months. And then right about Easter time, they go back north. It's not a derogatory term because they're not all old and they're not all rich either. Some are just regular folks that saved enough to come down and fish and play golf while y'all are stuck up north in the snow. So remember to save your money and I'll definitely keep my rap on low when you're here. I don't love rap caviar. Some of it's nice for what, but other times there's artists like Lil Pump who is everything your parents warned you about. Now, I'm sure under his little yarn dreads and his gold braces that he's a very sweet boy, but I don't like his sound, that's all I'm saying. What I really enjoy is acapella covers or piano tunes of rap songs. The one that's really got me going right now is Post Malone by Sundial, and it's a compilation of Post Malone songs. I really recommend it. 
A song 1942 by g Easy just came on and it prompted another segment of English is hard. He goes on to say, my dog got out of prison and went right back in and I took him very literally and I started thinking, I wonder what his dog did to get sent to prison. Is it an aggressive breed? And then it dawned on me that of course it was his friend that got sent to jail. Gosh, it's gotta be so tough for foreigners to learn English. Start with Sesame Street, y'all. You can work your way up to rap caviar. I keep teasing an official joshing around skip day and sooner or later it's gonna happen. The test case is going great. I've caught a fish already, which makes me feel like a real man because I didn't bring any bait. See here on my part of the Atlantic, you can reach into the sand if you're lucky and pull out something called sand fleas that you can then put on a hook, throw out and the fish will bite. And that's what I did to catch a whiting, nothing historic, but hey, at least I'm out here being productive, creating something from nothing. While I recognize that reaching into the sand, pulling out something called a flea, and then manhandling it on a hook might sound disgusting, it's just a regional belief I've grown accustomed to. That said, isn't everything associated with animal cultivation just a little bit gross? I was watching a kid's show with my daughter today and they started talking about the life cycle of a lobster. They were actually lobstering while they did this and they held up a female egg-carrying lobster and said a nine-pound female can carry more than 100,000 eggs. She carries them from nine to 12 months, ladies at which point they become little larval lobsters that float at the surface for four to six weeks. Now they're very vulnerable to predators at this stage, but if they can make it, then they become little post-larval lobsters that are so cute. In fact, if you had a little beanie baby of these little post-larval lobsters, you would love it a lot. But nonetheless, at this point, the post-larval little lobsters sink to the bottom where they're a little safer from predators, but still, of those 100,000 eggs, only four to five lobsters are expected to survive to legal size. And they did talk about on this show how important it is to measure the lobsters so that the big ones can be let go to produce more little lobsters and the little lobsters can grow to a bigger size. So we should only keep and eat the middle ones is what they said. At which point I don't know whether to make a metaphor about the middle class or the middle aged, but either way, gosh, if you're in this category with me, aren't you feeling the pinch? From craftsmen and artisans to fishermen and farmers, it feels great to make something from nothing, no matter your crop. When it comes to a particular crop though, are cucumbers the only type of food that advertise a burpless variety? My mom would make me cucumber sandwiches as a kid and without fail about 10 or 15 minutes later, my chest would get real tight and I was definitely burpy indeed. But being an ignorant kid, I had no idea it was from the cucumbers. Why would I think that? And the same thing went with the vitamins mom had me take. One of the pills in the regiment was full of cod liver oil, but I had no idea. So that's why without a lot of fish in my diet, it was a surprise to me that every day between nine and 10 o'clock at school, I'd start burping up the taste of fish. My wife and I went out to eat a while back and the waitress came to the table and said, hello, I will be a waitress this evening. The specials are. And she went on to sing everything. And this was not a singing restaurant. I'm not sure if I loved it or hated it because here we are five years later and I'm still talking about it. You know, it's really hard to convey a bad restaurant experience. We went out to lunch yesterday and it was downright awful. But when the waiter said, how was everything? I said, it was good. And he kind of hung his head and said, yeah, we're working on it. Tone is a big part of human communication. And that's one of the reasons the waiter could tell that things weren't as good as I led him to believe. Now, tone is another reason why I can be so descriptive on this show, 
yet on social media, things seem to fall flat. I should take a page from Animal Communications, where they use signaling theory that predicts for a signal to be maintained in the population, both the sender and receiver should usually receive some type of benefit from the interaction. That's something for us to all keep in mind online, because you might not care about my lobster eggs, just like I might not care about your cucumber burps. Oh wait, that's both me? Well guys, thank you so much for caring. If you'd like to make your appreciation tangible or you just want to tell me off, feel free to call into the show with the Anchor app, send an email to joshuaaround at gmail.com, or we're going to be live tweeting the NFL draft this weekend. Join us on Twitter at joshuaaround and celebrate every time a Josh is drafted with hashtag NFL draft, hashtag Josh and around. Whoop, whoop, Josh team. It's time to debut a new segment on the show called Asking for a Friend. Now, please keep in mind, these questions aren't mine. That's why the segment's called Asking for a Friend. And with our first question, we have a friend wondering, is plucking your nose hairs by hand any better than picking your nose? And to that I say, yes, it is. You're just trying to get those tickly, pesky nose hairs out of the way, and that's much better than picking your nose. If you have a question that a friend of yours might be asking, please feel free to send it in. Or if you have a better answer to this one, well, we should probably hear that because keep in mind, I just found out I'm not worthy to hold public office because I'm a nail biter. And you know, anytime there's negative publicity about me, the press is sure to have a photo of me biting my nails and there goes all my credibility. Of course, I need to keep in mind the Honorable Marion Barry was reelected after he was caught on tape smoking crack cocaine. So really, it's all up to the constituents. If they're a bunch of nail-biting normies like me, then the sky is the limit. As for now, though, I've only a few moments left by the shore before the car loop beckons. So it's time to end this episode as I shed my chubbies to show off my speedo in the sun for just a few moments more. Here's to hoping we all one day grow to be big lobsters before we meet up at that big skip day in the sky. If you're going out to eat tonight, be sure to speak to your waiter in the right tone and order your cucumbers burpless. I'm going to go pick up the little larva and go home to my Stacy until the tide rolls in again and it's time to start joshing around. <laughs>